Are you looking to make some change this year in your business and maybe your life? If you are, then maybe we should have a chat. You can head on over to speaktopete.com and book in a chat with me and we'll see if we're a right fit. Usually is around improving your communication, improving your process management, and improving your accountability within your business so that we can take away some of the frustration and give you back more freedom. Isn't that why you got into business in the first place? So head on over to speaktopete.com and let's have a chat. But in terms of creating a resilient team, it's giving them the education and support to be able to build their own resilience, but also setting up a culture that is more sort of conducive to resilience. So one of the really common examples is things like an environment of psychological safety, where people feel that they are safe to voice opinions, try new things. And you find in those sort of situations, you get more collaboration, more teamwork, So over time, there's more of a cohesive culture. Things will come up that cause stress. So stress. For sure. We're in business. Of course it is. (laughs) Absolutely. But the team will respond to it better. Whereas if you don't have things like psychological safety, people become more self-focused. It's more of a protective fight or flight kind of response rather than, okay, what's the best way forward out of this? Hey, it's Pete, and welcome to another edition of the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. It's designed to provide the tips and tools that will help you cut through the chaos of running a business and transform your frustrations into freedoms for your business and your life as a leader. And today I had the opportunity to speak with Jody Wolkerling from Australia. And we're talking today all around the idea of personal and business resilience. And why is building personal resilience vital to handling the challenges of entrepreneurship? And we dig down into some really neat things around the leadership resilience, as well as some team resilience, and how important that is for the growth and success of your business. We'll dig right into it with Jody Wilkerling. Hi, Jody. It's a pleasure to have you here today on the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me on, Peter. Yeah, it's the first time that I've actually had somebody from Australia on the podcast. So excited about that here today and excited about our topic. I know you talk a lot about resilience and all of this stuff and what you do every day. And we wanted to talk today a little bit about the idea of why is building personal resilience vital to handling the challenges of business ownership and entrepreneurship? Fantastic place to start. There's a couple of really key reasons. To start with, as an entrepreneur, often you're leading other people or or leading customers or or that sort of stuff. And I generally say that leaders set the tone. So if you have a leader who is resilient and who is like calm in the eye of the storm, they're setting the tone for the rest of the team. The other thing too is when we are feeling stressed and our resilience is tested, there's a lot of biological things that or physiological things that happen. And one of those is that the thinking part of your brain doesn't work as well. Um, So by building your resilience and being stress resilient, you're basically allowing yourself to act more from that rational part of the brain. And and the third thing is also that it's basically a healthier, more sustainable way of living. So you can perform at your best over a long period of time. Yeah, I love that. And why don't you give us your definition of sort of entrepreneurial resilience? 
Basically, I look at resilience as setting up things in your life, basically, so that you stay in a state of calm as much as possible. But also the second side is if your resilience is tested and you are feeling stressed, one is detecting that in yourself before it escalates too much and two, being able to bring yourself back to calm as quickly as possible. So what are some of the signs that show that you maybe need a little bit of help with building resilience, Jody. So it, it does depend a little bit on the individual person. There are different ways that it shows in different people. So any of the signs, you sort of don't treat them just on their own. You treat it almost like as a how many of these and how big is kind of the impact. So some of the typical yeah. things are things like difficulty focusing, mm-hmm. things like difficulty sleeping. You may find that your mind is racing and you can't think as as clearly. Your body will often give you signs. So, for example, when I was stressed in the past, I was having shoulder issues and it's almost physiologically like the weight of the world being on your shoulders. You can also have things like you're acting in a way or showing behaviours or emotions that are not ideally what you would like. So things like being having angry reactions at people when you know that that's not the logical best thing to do. So there's a range of them, but that's sort of a rough idea. And and just generally, how are you feeling in yourself? Do you actually feel calm and in control and working in your best state or not? And, and, And the work that I do at Simplifying Entrepreneurship, you know, I think we align a lot there. And one of the sort of lines that I talk about a fair bit is the idea of cutting through the chaos and confusion. And that's that idea of frustration and overwhelm and all this craziness. And it's like the world's coming in on me, you know, and from that perspective, I love this idea of releasing some of that. I was thinking about resilience before we got on because I knew we were going to have this chat. I like quotes and I thought of one of the quotes that I had in the past and I'm interested to know what your thought is on it. But it's more about the idea that when you fall down, you get up. And the quote was, if you fall seven times, stand up eight. And I think it takes a certain person to stand up the eighth time or the hundredth and eighth time. And from that perspective, when you feel the burden the weight on your shoulders, like you talked about, and all of those sort of things, it can be hard to stand up that next time, can't it? Absolutely. And this is where mindset makes an enormous difference and having things in your life that help support your well-being makes an enormous difference. So there's a catchphrase that you hear around, you either win or you learn. So that's a mindset thing of, yes, you may be knocked down seven times, but if you go, okay, this is helping me learn X, Y, and Z. I won't make that mistake again. I'll I'll try again. Whereas if you treat failure and setbacks as pretty much a final verdict, you won't get up that eighth time. So I, I think mindset's probably one of the absolute keys with what you're talking about there. Are you feeling like you need a little more control over your business? Have you ever used a planner? And if you're like me, 
You've tried a ton of different ones, and that's why I've created the one-page planner. I could never find one that aligned well with my life as an entrepreneur, so I just made one. It's a downloadable PDF that you can use electronically or print off. Personally, I love to write mine out on my iPad with my Apple Pencil, but you can download it for free along with the video on how to use it at simplifyingentrepreneurship.com forward slash planner. Tell us how you can create a more resilient team and and what's involved in bringing it from the leader to the team so that the culture of the business and the culture of the entrepreneur is going to have this sort of feeling of resilience and the confidence of resilience and all of the other stuff that's sort of wrapped around that, Jody. As I said earlier, leader sets the tone. So one of the first steps is to for the leader to work on their own resilience and their own mm-hmm. well-being. But in terms of creating a resilient team, it's giving them the education and support to be able to build their all their own resilience, but also setting up a culture that is more sort of conducive to resilience. So there's a whole range of things that do that or do the opposite. So one of the really common examples is things like an environment of psychological safety, where people feel that they are safe to voice opinions, try new things, push outside their comfort zone. And you find in those sort of situations, you get more collaboration, more teamwork, more people developing themselves and helping develop others. So over time, there's more of a cohesive culture where there's that supportive thing that, yes, things will come up that cause stress. So stress. For sure. We're in business. Of course it is. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But the team will respond to it better. Whereas if you don't have things like psychological safety, people become more siloed, self-focused, how do I make sure I'm okay and not really look at the overall thing? It's more of a protective, protective fight or flight kind of response rather than, okay, what's the best way forward out of this? Give me an example of one of the things that maybe you've worked through with a team to help them get more resilience. Probably working with the leaders and working Mm -hmm. with the leaders on how to lead well is probably the biggest thing. So teaching leaders around how to relate well to other people, how to create a situation where people can perform at their best. So that's around leadership and it's also around culture and around systems and yeah, so so working really on on leadership and working one on one with the leaders can be one of the most effective things. Yeah, I, I know I work a lot with systems and frameworks and stuff too. And one of my coaches down the road, his name was Joel Weldon, and he uses the framework around system and he calls the acronym systems save you stress, time, energy, and money. And I think what we're talking about today, when you have the right system in place you can get that resilience that you're talking about. You know, those those frameworks all come around and you know what to go to, you know what to do. It's taking, it's removing some of the confusion, some of the frustration, creating some of that confidence and letting people keep their sort of even keel, not blow up or not sort of go down too much and get the job done for the client, right? Those kind of things. And I love the idea around working with the leader as well so that from my perspective, once the leader has it, then the next thing is they have to communicate it, right? And leading by example is one of the things that you were talking about and how they're working through that. But the communication piece, how do you suggest from that when they're feeling that and they're getting sort of 
rolling, what's the next step in communicating how they want to send that out to the rest of the, whether it be their team, whether it be their clients, or whether it be even some of their suppliers, maybe? Yep. Transparent communication is probably one of the real key things there. So set things and make it very obvious of things like what's the vision, what's the expectation, what's the systems, what's the levels of authority and accountability so people know where they stand and they've got more more predictability. That open, honest communication and really setting up that as much as you can so you know what motivates them, what inspires them, what gives them a sense of purpose in their work. I'm not sure if that answers your question. Pat. No, that's great. I think that's great. You know, and from my perspective, I, I just think that what we've talked about today, we're similar in so many different ways. It's what we work with. And I love having this conversation around it because it, it excites me talking about this sort of stuff and being able to help business owners through this sort of thing. And I know you're right there in alignment. So that's that's wonderful. We're coming to the end of the podcast here today. Believe it or not, time is almost running out. And before we do that, I want to make sure that everybody knows how to get a hold of you if they want to find out a little bit more information. And I know you've just released, as we're recording here, a brand new book. So tell them a little bit about how to get a hold of you, maybe how to get a copy of your book, and we'll go from there. Okay, so probably the best place to find a little bit more about me is my website, which is just www.jodywalkling.com. I'm sure you'll have the spelling of my name in the show notes. I will. And there's a book option on that where they can go and find out more about the book. So the book is focused on leaders in the business. So it's your your high-end leaders or your second second sort of tier leaders around what are some of the real repeated and large impact cultural issues that happen in organisations. The other way to find out a little bit about me and and my message and how to reach out to me is is I'm very active on LinkedIn. So if you look up my name on LinkedIn and yeah, you can see some of my contact and content there. And I've also got a YouTube with a with a few things on there as well. So if you look up Jody Walkling on YouTube. Awesome. Well thanks so much for spending some time with me here today and with our listeners too, Jody. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to maybe we'll hook up on LinkedIn. So we're connected there too as I'm I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well. And maybe a chance to chat again down the road. So thanks again. And it's been a real pleasure. Beautiful. Thanks for having me on, Pete. Well, I hope you enjoyed the conversation here today with Jody, And think about how you can work on resilience within your business, either as the leader of your business or put in that team sort of structure around resilience as well. I love some of the conversations that we had. Pick up Jody's new book, World Class Leadership, and you'll really enjoy digging down into that. I know it's newly released as we were just having the chat, but you'll be able to get it by the time this is out fairly easily. And that way you'll be able to have an even better entrepreneurial life and an even better business. That's what we're doing here with the Simplifying Entrepreneurship podcast, these little short conversations to get you thinking about some of the cool stuff you can work on to have a better business and life. After all, you lead your business and it shouldn't be leading you. Always remember, clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. We talked about the importance of clarity today and the importance of that to build the confidence and to build the resilience around the conversation of resilience today. So if you like the podcast, share it with your friends and you'll really help me by 
rating or reviewing this episode and most of all, subscribing so that you can hear future episodes as well. Share it with your friends if you think resilience might be important to them. For more information on my coaching and leadership programs, simply search Simplifying Entrepreneurship, the name of the podcast here on Google, and you'll find the podcast. You'll find my website and all my social connections there too on LinkedIn, Instagram, what have you. Or you can email me directly at peter at simplifyingentrepreneurship.com if you want to just reach out to me. Until next time, make it a great day. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.